Jason here. Welcome to another episode of Zion ID. Today's episode is titled, It Is Written. During the cycles of life, it's very difficult to avoid being consumed by our own agendas, our own desires, our own perspectives, our own opinions, our own routines, and we could go on and on. A primary purpose of the Holy Ghost as stated in Doctrine and Covenants, section 1818, is to help us to overcome these selfish uh, driving forces. Doctrine and Covenants 1818 says, Ask the Father in my name in faith, believing that you shall receive, and you shall have the Holy Ghost, which manifesteth all things which are expedient unto the children of men. That's an important scripture because it's showing us that as our minister, the Holy Ghost can help us to overcome our own will by revealing to us the will of God. Um, Sometimes we can't see it, you know, on our own, and we need that extra help of revelation uh, in order to see things clearly. Trials are part of our experience, and they can certainly throw us for a loop. It's during a trial that the Holy Ghost comforts us and reveals unto us that which is expedient as far as God's plan is concerned. Um, I've been overwhelmed this week to watch um, a dear uncle pass away due to COVID. And the example of faith that's being exhibited by his dear wife and by his children, even in the face of gut-wrenching affliction, in the face of circumstances that are not fair, is truly a sacred thing to behold. And it begs the question, how? How are they doing it? How can someone hold on to their faith even in the face of death and terrible circumstances? How can any of us find the strength to hold constant throughout our lives uh, even as different cycles come and go, even when the hurricanes beat us down? Well, today's episode isn't going to be very long. I'm going to share a series of scriptures that have been on my mind. And I think this scriptural set of doctrine does a really good job of answering such questions. And it also does a good job of completing uh, many of the doctrinal topics that we've recently discussed on Zion ID. Let's start with Jesus What makes Jesus, Jesus? The scriptures teach of his uncanny ability to execute. You know, if you're into sports, um, you know, uh, great players not only have good talent, not only have they put in the work, but they're able to execute uh, the game plan of a coach. Jesus his ability to execute is beyond, right? It's perfect. He perfectly executes the Father's will in every circumstance. Let's read the JST translation from the book of John, uh, starting in chapter 1, verse 1. It says, In the beginning was the gospel preached, and the gospel was the Word, and the Word was with the Son, and the Son was with God, and the Son was of God. The same was in the beginning with God. Skipping ahead to verse 4, In him was the gospel, and the gospel was the life, 
and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in the world, and the world perceiveth it not. So in the beginning, the word existed, the word was the gospel, and this gospel was in the Son. And interestingly enough, the world couldn't perceive that this was the case because of the wickedness thereof. Skipping ahead to verse 14. And the same word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, and the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. John bare witness of him and cried, saying, This is he of whom I spake. He who cometh after me is preferred before me, for he was before me. For in the beginning was the Word, even the Son, who is made flesh, and sent unto us by the will of the Father. And as many as believe on his name shall receive of his fullness. And of his fullness have all we received, even immortality and eternal life through his grace." I've spoken before of this very special testimony uttered by John. Um, There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came into the world for a witness, to bear witness of the light, to bear record of the gospel through the Son, unto all that through him men might believe. John was not that light, but came to bear witness of that light. He was an eyewitness. He walked with the Savior. And it's very interesting that these are the words and the ways that he chose to describe the Savior of the world as being one with the Word and through his obedience, thereby manifesting the gospel in the flesh. Or in other words, manifesting the will of the Father in the flesh. This pattern that was set forth by Jesus is eternal, and we are commanded to follow the same pattern. We are commanded to emulate him. Concerning the importance of putting the word ahead of our own selfish agendas, Doctrine and Covenants section 18 is full of instruction. Um, It says, Now behold, or excuse me, Behold, I have manifested unto you by my Spirit in many instances, that the things which you have written are true. Wherefore, you know that they are true. And if you know that they are true, behold, I give unto you a commandment, that you rely upon the things which are written. Uh, That brings to mind a movie. It was a book um, called Moneyball. And in that movie, Brad Pitt, as a character... They're talking about a new strategy uh, that they're implementing on their team. And at a moment where the strategy wasn't quite working as it should in the short run, they had a come-to-Jesus moment where the line was uttered, look, do we believe in this thing or not? And if we do, then what are we even talking about? Let's double down. Basically, that's what the Lord is saying here in section 18. He's saying that all truth has been written. And if you know that it's true, behold, I give unto you commandment that you rely upon the things which are written. For in them are all things written concerning the foundation of my church, my gospel, and my rock. Wherefore, if you shall build up my church upon the foundation of my gospel and my rock, the gates of hell shall not prevail against you. 
Behold, the world is ripening in iniquity, and it must needs be that the children of men are stirred up unto repentance, both the Gentiles and also the house of Israel. Holding on to the iron rod is the key to maintaining faith in difficult circumstances. Let's skip ahead in section 18 um, to verse 30. And you have that which is written before you, wherefore you must perform it according to the words which are written. Skip ahead to verse 44. And by your hands I will work a marvelous work among the children of men, unto the convincing of many of their sins, and that they may come unto repentance and that they may come unto the kingdom of my Father. Wherefore, the blessings which I give unto you are above all things. And after that you have received this, if you keep not my commandments, you cannot be saved in the kingdom of my Father. Behold, I, Jesus Christ, your Lord and your God and your Redeemer, by the power of my Spirit, have spoken it. Amen. We all know what happens to a team when players fail to execute their assignments and the strategy that's put forth by the coach. That is, in so many words, what the Lord is talking about here at the end of section 18. He says that if you receive that which is written and you cannot keep my commandments, then you cannot be saved in the kingdom of my Father. But if you do execute the Lord's will, then by your hands I will work a marvelous work among the children of men, under the convincing of many of their sins. Now keep in mind, this often goes contrary to our own selfish desires. If we truly desire to be an instrument in the hands of the Lord, then we have to, with humility, with meekness, give up, right? those selfish desires, opinions, perspectives, routines um, that sometimes we falsely rely on. In Romans chapter 15, uh, starting in verse 3, it says, For even Christ pleased not himself. For whatsoever things were written before time were written for our learning, and we through patience and comfort of the Scriptures might have hope. Now the God of patience and consolation grant you to be like-minded one toward another according to Christ Jesus, that ye may with one mind and one mouth glorify God, even the Father, our Lord Jesus Christ. Um, We will each endure trying circumstances in the coming weeks, in the coming months, and in the coming years that we would never choose for ourselves. Nevertheless, it is written, and there is divine wisdom in the way that God's scroll will be unfolded before he reveals his face and takes the reins to replace the kingdom of this world with the kingdom of heaven. I pray that all of us can maintain our faith in Jesus no matter what is thrown at us in the days to come. In Matthew chapter 4, we read about Jesus being tempted of the devil. In chapter 4, verse 2, it says, And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterward and hungered. And when the tempter came to him, he said, If thou be the Son of God, 
command that these stones be made bread. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. So Jesus was able to rely in this temptation on the written word of God to overcome the temptation of the devil. Then the devil taketh him up into uh, the holy city and setteth him upon a pinnacle of the temple and said unto him, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. So here Satan understands what the Lord is doing, relying upon the word of God, and he tries to use that word against Jesus. In verse 7 it says, Jesus said unto him, It is written again, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Again, the devil taketh him up into an exceeding high mountain, and showeth him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them, and said unto him, All these things will I give thee, if thou wilt fall down and worship me. Then saith Jesus unto him, Get thee hence, Satan. And for the third time Jesus says, For it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Each of us can rely upon the written word of the gospel as a foundation in our lives to overcome the temptations of Satan and the storms that will come to us.